Hello, welcome to another edition of Building Wealth Now. This is Jason Kokenzie. Glad that you joined me today. And thank you for being here. To all of you subscribers, thank you for being here. To all of you guests, thank you for being here. If you're this is your first time, super excited that you're here. And want to just give you a special welcome as I know that you can choose thousands of other podcasts, but I appreciate that you are here listening to mine at Building Wealth Now. Go ahead to our Facebook group called TheMasterAce.com. Just go to TheMasterAce.com and you can find out the information there. Uh, And that group is about entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and modern finances of 2000 and current. So welcome everybody. If you've not subscribed, like to us, please go ahead and do so. Love to have you part or participate in this podcast. And I uh, always love meeting people, get to travel all across the world and meet people from uh, this podcast as well as the Facebook group. And I'm actually heading out to uh, St. George, Utah as we speak to get ready to speak to a bunch of entrepreneurs out there and uh, get to meet some of you, which is super awesome and glad I get to do that. So thank you for your time with this. Guys, this podcast is about building businesses, starting businesses, modern finances that all focus around something we call residual income. And this is the fastest way to financial independence. This is the fastest way to retire early. Hey, you might be that person that's like, oh man, it's too late for me. I didn't invest when I was young. I'm now in my 50s or 60s and you're saying, oh, I'm not going to be able to retire. Well, guess what? Yes, you can as long as you focus on residual income. If you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, guess what? You can retire early, which is fantastic. I believe, not just because I believe it, but because I've seen it over and over and over and over, that when you build businesses and you focus on investing that really does produce residual income, that you will be able to have the opportunity to retire early. The average person, millennial, I should specifically say, that if they were wanting to retire, just wanting to retire, okay, they would need roughly $2.5 million in the bank in order for that to happen. $2.5 million. Problem is, the average millennial will only make about $2 million in their lifetime. Okay? So, they're making $2 million in their lifetime. They need $2.5 million in their lifetime. That means something needs to change. Now, frankly, I believe that $2.5 million to retire could be low. But that's what all those financial gurus are saying out there. I think you'll be a little bit more content and comfortable, financially speaking, at the age of retirement with more like $3 million. But it does help you to think at least of a number that you can currently focus on to help you obtain that mindset. So, just to help you out, just to help you think, 
what can I do right now to get that $3 million? Well, here's the thing. If you want to invest in traditional methods, Roth IRA, 401k, etc., etc., in order to obtain $3 million, uh, again, whether you're a millennial or any age older than that, first of all, good luck. Good luck with that because statistics are against you. There are so many things that are against you in that scenario to say that that's going to happen, such as the stock market crashing. We've covered this subject many, many times when it comes to these particular vehicles that people have worked their entire life, 40 plus hours a week, 40 more years of their life, to find out that 40% or more of their income is gone because of this wonderful thing we call the stock market. Well, guys, that is not a good method. I don't like that method. I think it's too risky. It's way riskier than the alternative, which obviously this podcast is completely about, and that is building wealth now through residual income. But I want you to think differently. Let's say you want need that $3 million to retire that we've talked about. And let's just base it on the same numbers that they're talking about the millennial will be able to retire at with that $3 million. Guys, if you make $6,000 a month residual income, $6,000 a month residual income, it's the likeliness of, or not likeliness, it's, it's the... It's the comparison or the parallel of having $3 million in the bank. See, that's the power of residual income. When you have residual income, it's coming to you month after month after month after month. Then your comparison is the fact that you've got that $3 million in the bank. Now, you may not technically have a true $3 million in the bank... But here is the thing. If it's residual income and you build your business right and you do things the right way with your business, then it's very, very, very possible that you get that residual income, not just this month, but next month and the month after that and the month after that. And here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. You'll get to have it the rest of your life and even generation to generation. See, that's the beauty about residual income. It is something that's inheritable, but if you do it right, that you can even not only make it work for you now, but you're also able to make it grow from here on out, month to month, and it can even get bigger today than it was yesterday and the day before. See, residual income is also something that we might call leveraged income. It just leverages life. It's where we make money work for us rather than working for money. And one of the best absolute ways to do residual income is by owning your own business. And yes, there are lots and lots and lots and lots of opportunity out there. So the question then comes is, well, how do I know what dream or opportunity to chase? And this is kind of a sticky thing. So, statistically it's said that the average millionaire have seven sources of income. Now, that may be true, um, but you certainly don't need seven sources. You can have less. Obviously, you can have more. But the problem with all these things is, number one, 
that if you chase two rabbits, you'll catch neither. Okay? So, my suggestion for a newbie in business, or maybe you're not even a newbie in business, you're just a person who maybe is experienced in business, but the problem that you have is you chase multiple opportunities at the same time, and so none of your businesses are good, and obviously none of your businesses are great. So, with that being said, with that being said, it's important, number one, if you're going to chase an opportunity, chase one opportunity. Don't chase multiple opportunities. Chase one. Work on that one. Focus on that one. Help that one to grow. Help that one to become rock solid. Build your firewalls in that business so if something does happen, you've made it a sturdy business But even when a fire happens in that business, and obviously I'm not talking about a physical fire, brick and mortar building, that is not at all what I'm talking about. Obviously, uh, you can go back to actually our most recent episode episode on franchises and brick and mortars. It's 2019, guys. Wake up. We don't need brick and mortar. With all that being said, going back here is that we want to focus on a business, make that business strong, and work that route. Okay, so number one is don't chase two rabbits because you won't catch either one. The second thing that we need to focus on is what of the businesses that we are looking at has the best opportunity to it. Now, again, I have also talked about this, and so I'm kind of I'm kind of making this episode as far as what should I do when I look for an opportunity? What opportunity or dream should I should I follow or should I chase? Here's the thing, I'm condensing a lot of the episodes that I've talked about into one episode to kind of put an overall um, feel of a bullet point concept, okay? I fan all of these out in other episodes, but uh, certainly this will help you condense that, all right? Now, here's the thing, option two, what what opportunity do I chase? What what? How do I find a good opportunity, okay, to chase? Well, here's the thing, guys, true entrepreneurs are not chasing something just because they're passionate about it. I hear this all the time, and boy, this always gets under my skin. It always irritates me when I hear people say, you know, they ask what business I, you know, what, what, I, I, you know, I'm not sure what, what type of business I should do, and, and then somebody will chirp up and say, well, you should do a business that you are passionate about. You should, you should create a business that you have passion about something, and whatever it is that you're passionate about something, that's what you pursue. That's what you should pursue, and that's how you should make a business. Well, guys, let me tell you something. Passion doesn't pay the bills. It just doesn't. It doesn't pay the bills. Because hobbies very rarely ever pay the bills. That's why they're hobbies. Look, you can be passionate about music, but let's just be honest. How good are you at music? I love music. I love music. I play the guitar. I love music. I love listening to music. But I'll tell you what, my passion in music will not pay my bills. I promise you. I promise you. I absolutely promise you that that will never happen. So I want to challenge you with that thought is that don't let your passion be your motivator when it comes to business because passion will will leave you poor. 
okay? I'm just telling you. You know how many musicians out there that would love to be on the main stage in Nashville at the Opry House? You know, there's tons of them out there. But at the end of the day, guys, passion never, ever, 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 ever pays the bills. Unless there is a good opportunity behind it. So if you get to have the sweet spot of finding opportunity and passion, then that's an awesome thing. So guys, true entrepreneurs never chase a business because of passion. Okay? Again, hopefully you get an opportunity where you are passionate about it as well. And that's awesome. That is super awesome with that. That's the sweet spot. Okay? Number three is that people do not or people should not chase an opportunity because of a person. They just shouldn't. Just because your friend asks you to jump into business doesn't mean you should. I don't care what business it is. Uh, People may not know anything about business and they may think that they have a good idea. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's a bad bad, bad thing, okay, so we shouldn't chase opportunity because of passion, we shouldn't chase people, or uh, opportunity because of a person either, uh, guys, I, you know, I, I have great friends who mean well, you have great friends that mean well, and you know what, there may be some true opportunity out there that your friends are teaching about, and as you've heard me say, is when people say it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, that's a wrong thinking It's bad thinking, and you should stop following that advice. Well, you should follow the advice of, if it sounds too good to be true, you should probably search it out. And you know what? Your friend may have an absolutely awesome opportunity. Don't negate their opportunity. Search it out. But please understand, just because one of my friends that I like asked me to be in business doesn't mean I should be in business. Okay? So don't jump on opportunity because of passion. Don't jump an opportunity because of people. And finally, do not jump an opportunity because of a product either. Look, products don't pay the bills. Here's the thing. You may have one of the coolest products on the face of the earth. You may have a magic pill that if I were to cut your arm off and you were to give it to you, you regrow your arms in five minutes, you would say, well, that's absolutely fantastic. But that doesn't mean there's opportunity there. Okay? That does not mean there's opportunity there. We need to find an opportunity that is not necessarily product-oriented. You're saying, what? Well, we'll get that here in just a second. We'll talk about that here in just a second. But guys, products themselves don't pay the bill because there are other scenarios around that particular product that even though you may have an amazing product, it still may not be a great opportunity. So, guys, do not focus on opportunities based upon passion, people, or products. Okay? Focus on something, on one thing, get that started, and then don't focus on passion, people, or products. Now, what do we look for? Here's where it comes down, guys, is I want to find something that's category-creating if possible. I want to find something that's unique if possible. I want to find something that's something that's you new and not something that's 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 out there that there's a lot of there's a lot of saturation with. So first thing is I want to find what the timing of a market is. 
what the timing of a market is. This is important because timing is huge. And I'm just going to say this. You might say, well, I think I should jump into a business where blah, 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 blah. I've really heard a lot about. And here's the thing. If you have, if you say, if you say something like, I've really heard a lot about something, then that already tells you that it's not good timing of that particular business and you probably should avoid it. Okay? You probably should avoid it. So if you say, I've been hearing a lot about, then probably don't go down that path. So timing is important. When you're looking at businesses, timing is important. Number two is compensation. Guys, is what business you're starting a linear business or a residual income business? Because here's the thing. If it is a linear business, it's not really a business at all. It's a self-employed job or just a job for that matter. And what's the point at that time? Guys, you're not leveraging life at that point in time. You're not leveraging income. You're not leveraging money to work for you. You're still having to work for money. So if you're still having to go out there and do the work every single day and there's no ever a point of getting away from that business where you are constantly going to have to consistently show up day after day after day, well then guess what? You don't truly have a business. You have a job. And I know that you probably don't want to hear that, but I am just trying to help you, prevent you from so much pain in life. You're just not going to like it. All right? So let me help you with that. Let me help you with understanding that there's lots of opportunity out there, but I'm just trying to help you avoid some pain in the future. All right, can we help Can we help you with that? All right, so compensation. We want it to be residual income heavy because here's the thing. This whole podcast is about building wealth now, and it's not about building linear income now. Look, you can go do any job on earth and do that. So build residual income. So number one is timing. Number two is compensation. Number three is product. We've already talked a little bit about this. We want category creating unique products, something that nobody else has. Yes, we do want uh, something that can be patented because you want protection. You want protection. That's important for you to think about, to know about. Guys, something that's going to be around for a while. Not just something that's a hit and miss fad but something that falls along a trend, okay? Something that falls along the trend. Are you a trendsetter or a fad maker? Now, I'm just going to be very honest and say you can make a load of money. You can make a killing from a fad. You can. You can. But you're not setting yourself up for financial future. You're just setting up for a quick um, drop in the bucket of money, which is great, You might be able to leverage that money in a residual income system in the future, but I want you to understand that your focus that you need to be in any type of business is to focus on something that produces generationally. Something that legitimately I can pass on to my kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, etc., 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 and that's important, okay? So, when we're looking for a dream, first of all, do not chase the rabbits. Focus on one. Once you get that focus, then... Once that's good, then you might be able to open up other business opportunities. Number two, we don't follow because of a passion, person, person or product. 
that's really points one, two, three, and four. And then finally, uh, when we're looking at all these different types of things, we need to look at a certain criteria, what I call the four key components of a good business. Number one is timing, second thing is compensation, third thing is product, and finally, guys, mentorship. Do you have somebody who's already successful in business? And we've talked about this before. Find a mentor, okay? And if you can find those keys, my suggestion is you jump in that business. But look at long term. Ask yourself about the business that you're going to jump into. Is this something that can be truly generational? Because if it can't, then it might not be something that you want to jump into because at the end of the day, it might be that you're just spinning your linear wheels, You're spinning your linear income wheels and that's just gonna be frustrating to you and I promise that's not what you wanna do. So, that's the dream that you should chase. That's the opportunity you should chase. My recommendations go to themasterace.com. If you have questions, I am Jason Kokenzie, the host of this podcast and the admin over at that Facebook group there at themasterace.com. I hope you like the information that you've heard today. Hope that you learned something something here today. And I encourage you to go like us there. Subscribe to this podcast. Hey, share this podcast with your friends and family. Because I promise you, your friends and family are looking for opportunity too. They need to know what to look like look for. And maybe it's you who can change their life with this podcast. Hey, I appreciate all of you. Like, subscribe, go to our Facebook group, themasterace.com, and hopefully you enjoyed this episode on finding an opportunity and figuring out which one to chase. You guys have a fantastic day, and I hope I get to meet you soon.